Hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me for me to possibly narrate here on the channel, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. So if you have a personal true scary story that you'd like to share, please consider sending it my way. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. The story took place when I was 15 years old. I lived in an upscale suburban type safe neighborhood that even had its own security patrol. It was a spring afternoon and I'd walk to a local store to buy a gift for my parents' wedding anniversary with my allowance money. I'd bought them a large decorative bowl which was pretty heavy. The walk home was about 25 minutes and I was getting extra tired because of my bag. Note, this was in the mid-90s, and I didn't have a cell phone at the time. When I was just a few blocks away from home, a car pulled up right next to me. A woman who was alone rolled down her window and began speaking to me. She was probably in her 30s or so. I had wondered what she could possibly want from a young teenage girl such as myself. I was petite, and clearly looked very young at the time. The woman asked me if I had a few dollars, almost frantically. I then said, sorry, but no, and I figured she would just drive off, but she just kept creeping next to me with her car. She then started telling me some weird convoluted story about how she was running out of gas and had a fight with her husband, and she had driven to my neighborhood all the way from the other side of town. I thought that that was really strange that she would drive so far in the first place if she was really so low on gas. Also, I didn't know much about gas prices, but I was pretty sure that a dollar or two wasn't going to get her very far. This woman had to be lying. I also found it extremely suspicious that a grown woman was A, asking me for money, and B, telling me about her marital problems. I told her once again that I was sorry, but that I didn't have any money. Again, I had hoped that she would just leave me alone and drive off, but this is when she tried to convince me to then get into her car. She said, I can give you a lift home. Why don't you get in? We can go to your place. You can get some money and I'll pay you back. She was really pushy about it and from what I can recall, there was some back and forth about it. She just wouldn't leave me alone. I was getting really scared because this strange woman was being really persistent and there was no one else around to help or witness anything. I tried to think quickly. I ended up lying and said, Oh, I'm actually going to my friend's house right there. Thanks though, as I gestured towards a home right to my left. I began walking up the walkway and I decided that if she didn't leave, I would ring the doorbell and ask whoever answered the door for help. It never came to that though. The creeping woman finally drove off. I was too scared to look back and check her license plate, and I busied myself, pretending like I was just casually waiting at the door. I think that I stayed on the front steps of that house for a good five minutes before I finally decided that it was safe to walk to the block or so home. I sprinted all the way home with the heavy gift bag. When I arrived home, completely out of breath, my parents were outside gardening. I was shaking and I told them what happened. I asked if we should go to the police about it. 
I wasn't confident enough at the time to call the cops on my own, so I waited for my parents to take the lead. They basically just brushed it off and made excuses, saying that they didn't want any problems and that it was probably nothing. They never really believed me anyway and were pretty neglectful, so that didn't really come as a surprise. I'm a mother now myself, and am the complete opposite, so at least there's that. I just hope that woman never got the chance to hurt any other innocent people. On a closing note, I'm glad that I had their presence of mind at such a young age to realize that even some women out there can be predators and dangerous. If any young people out there are listening, please always trust your intuition and don't ever be afraid to call for help, especially since most of y'all have cell phones now, which I didn't back then. I know I'm going to sound like a total mom right now, but don't ever get in the car with strangers. Be safe out there. I'm a 13, soon to be 14 year old female, and I go by Steph. I live in California in a small dead end sort of neighborhood. It rises above the usual street, kind of like a hill. There's only three other houses besides mine, so it's pretty safe. Because our hill has a lot of trees, I have a habit of going out at dusk all alone to watch the sunset. The time I almost got kidnapped, took place about a week ago. I had a plate of macaroni in my hands, so I had to be a little careful going down the slope. As I'm sitting down near the street eating my macaroni, I'm waiting for the sun to set, when a man in a car pulls up next to me. I assumed it was one of the neighbor's friends, since they had a lot of cars parked on their sidewalk, so I waved. The man didn't wave back, though. Instead, he rolled down the passenger window, he was a black man that looked to be in his 40s. I could just feel something was off with him. I'm a very paranoid person, and 99% of the time my instincts are right. He then beckoned me to approach the car. Now, I've been in similar situations, so I know a thing or two. I took one step to be polite, and stopped. I smelled liquor or gasoline or something coming from his car. I guessed that maybe it was lost or something and didn't know my neighbor's house, and I assumed that he must have brought an open six-pack or something. But being my paranoid self, I wasn't going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think I saw some movement coming from the back window of his car. The man completely ignored the back of his car and just gave me a chilling wide smile, saying nothing. I slowly stepped back while trying to make my smile look genuine. The man began to get out of his car, and my instincts told me that I was in danger. I walked slowly at first so that he wouldn't notice me getting ready to run. I'm about 95% sure that he had bad intentions. Once the man stepped both feet out of his car, I dropped my macaroni plate and made a run for it. I could feel the adrenaline overpowering my body. Once the man got fully out of his car, he yelled something at me and I just ran faster. When I got to my house, I quickly looked around and see if he had followed me, and thankfully, he didn't. I went inside and was shaking. I laughed it off in disbelief, since I was in a state of shock and tried to calm my adrenaline rush down. My dad asked me what happened, 
and I told him the whole story. The lesson I've learned from this may sound stupid, but it could have almost cost me a lot, and very possibly my life. Trust your instincts. Don't wave or smile at any car or anyone that you don't know if they pull up next to you. Doing this may seem inviting for the aggressor. You don't know their intentions, and especially don't wave when you're alone. I like to think that I was smart enough to run, but this encounter made me realize just how unexpected and fast this was. Be careful and cautious everywhere, even if it's just down the street. The story happened in March of 2021 when I was 19 years old. I'm currently 20 now, and a few of my friends and other people close to me know about this incident. However, as a female, I decided to share this story to teach individuals to be careful at night. I've always liked going on walks, especially at night. I know I'm going to be judged for doing that as a female, and when I live in a state where it's a hot spot for women and children to go missing because of human sex trafficking, but I'm not easily scared. That is, until this one night back in March of 2021. I decided to go on a walk at around 8pm. I got dressed and grabbed my pocket knife for self-defense, because, well, you just never know. Anyway, I made my way to a park that was right behind my house and began walking. I had my hands in my hoodie pocket at all times, with my knife in my grip. The park wasn't too far of a walking distance from my apartment complex, so I made it around six or seven minutes. It was a school night, so there was a soccer and baseball game going on at the park. I didn't pay much attention to that though, I just wanted some fresh air. By the park there was a field of grass and trees where people can park their cars, and I noticed this one that was parked by the side, and I had a weird feeling about it. The car was completely turned off, but there was someone in there. I'm not sure if the person in the car and I made eye contact, but I acted like I didn't notice it and kept on walking by. I made it to the end of the sidewalk and I crossed the street to get into the park itself. A little thing y'all should know, I always enter this park towards the far end since there's not that much traffic and the main entrance is next to a busy road. Plus, that back section of the park was my favorite because of the stray cats, and I would always sit in my spot and do my thinking and be with them. But, that's besides the point. At night, since the section of the park isn't near a busy road or anything, there's little to no street lights, so it's dark. There were a couple of street lights, but they're very dim, and didn't light up the street that much. I had a gut feeling that I should just turn back, since it wasn't worth it walking in a dark park at night, and even though there were people around because of the games going on, I still didn't feel right. I turned back when I saw silhouettes of people in the dark by the park's fitness area, probably just teenagers doing drugs or something, and I thought to myself, okay, I think it's time for me to go back. I walked back in the direction I came from, and I noticed the same car still parked there, only this time, I don't see anyone in there. I didn't think much of it until I heard someone coming up behind me. Someone was running up behind me and it came from the direction of that parked car. All I did was turn my head a tiny little bit and saw a man getting super close to me 
almost trying to grab me. My fight-or-flight response then kicked in, and I chose flight, and I then ran as fast as I could from the area. I didn't stop at all until I made it at the other end of the sidewalk. I began to catch my breath, and I thought to myself, What just happened? It all happened so quick that it just didn't feel real. I turned around and I saw that man walking away in the opposite direction. It's really crazy that he tried to grab me like that and do God knows what in front of other people. Because like I said, there was a soccer and baseball game going on in two different fields. So if he actually did grab me, there would be people to witness everything. I don't know if anyone did actually see what happened, but I just really wanted to go back home. I ran back to my apartment out of breath and I sat down on my couch. I grabbed my phone and told my friends about what happened. They believed me, since one, I wouldn't lie about something like this, and two, like I said before, I live in a state where it's a real hot spot for kidnapping and human trafficking. I never thought something like this could actually happen to me. I then told this guy who I have a thing with, and he was genuinely upset with me for going out at night alone but he was relieved I was okay. He told me that I shouldn't walk alone at night, and if I do want to walk at night, he would have to go with me. I felt a sense of security when he said that, and I promised him that I wouldn't go out at night around that time again. For those who might be thinking that this story isn't as scary as others, I want to say this. I've heard so many stories of all topics on YouTube, which is why I brought my pocket knife with me just in case anything happened. However, when you hear these types of stories, you wish and pray that this doesn't happen to you. Sometimes we can still get unlucky and almost be a victim of something. Put yourself in my shoes real quick. The moral of the story is always be aware of your surroundings and have someone you really trust to accompany you when you go out, especially at night. Since then, I don't go out for a walk at that time at night unless I'm with someone but that hasn't happened yet. I do still do walks, but only in broad daylight and until the sun starts to set. Please be safe and be careful. The world is a really scary and dark place. This happened to me many years ago when I was a 14-year-old girl. I was trying to review for a test for my science class, but in every room in my house that I tried to study in, I couldn't focus. So I had the idea to study in the park. Before I continue, I feel like I have to describe the park that I was in. The park is basically a rectangle plot of land in a residential area. One side was facing the main road, and then the connecting side was facing a residential road, and the other two sides are completely covered by forest. I left for the park at around 6, and I found a table to study at. I had listened to music with my earphones and studied for about two hours. Around 30 minutes before I was going to leave, a pickup truck stopped on the side of the main road. I thought nothing of it because a lot of people drive by to pick up their kids or go to the park, but the driver just stayed in his car. I kept trying to focus on the person, but I couldn't make out a face. But what really alarmed me was that all I can make out was that his entire face was turned in my direction. He noticed that I was sitting back, and he didn't turn away. 
It was at this point where I knew I needed to leave immediately. By this time, it was getting a bit dark. I pack up my stuff and analyze the situation. I was really frozen with fear because I thought it would run up and grab me or something. I then saw that there were two other groups of people in the park. A mom with her child in a stroller. And a couple. The mom and her child were headed to the main road, so I decided to walk behind the couple. Right when I got up to go follow them, I see the car start. I started walking more quickly. The couple was taking a path in the forest. Then I was alone, and the pickup truck started speeding down the road. At this point, I was frozen with fear and didn't know how to react. It looked like he was about to turn into the side road, but at the last minute, he went to another road and then parked in the parking lot of a house. I was very confused, and I practically ran home. When I got home, I told my parents about it. They told me that he was probably considering kidnapping me because he had spent at least 30 minutes just looking at me. I chose not to believe this until the next day when I told my dad to drive me near the house that he was parked in front of. His car wasn't there. This is when I realized my parents were right, and he really was most likely going to kidnap me. I never saw that man again, and I don't remember the color of the pickup truck, so whenever I see one, I'm always a little bit shaken up. This happened back in 2019 in Hollywood. I'm a male for anyone who cares, and I was out with my friends K and D. K is a girl, and D's another guy. On this particular night, we decided to go to this club called Tiger Heat. It's one of the only few 18 plus clubs in Hollywood, and we really wanted to celebrate finishing our first year of college. A little something to know about me is I don't like drinking when I go out. I'm kind of the mama bear of the friend group, if you will. I know it's surprising for a guy, but that's just me. Plus, Kay was super tipsy from pre-gaming, and I wanted to make sure she didn't do anything stupid. So, we're at this club jamming out when these three men in their mid-twenties come up to us. They all started dancing with us before they introduced themselves. I can't remember their names, but guy one comes up to me and then says, Dude, I love your moves. You know, I produce music videos and short films that feature very average, kind of ugly looking guys, and I'd love to connect with you. Listen, I'm no California 10, but ouch. That was an instant turnoff, and this guy was already really annoying to me, so I just gave him a look and then tried to move K&D to another part of the dance floor, but the guys followed. D began flirting with guy one, which I didn't really care about. K also started talking with them, but I figured there was no harm in talking. The other two guys that were with them were kind of just dancing around us. Guy one then said to us, You know, we're going to a party in Beverly Hills, and you guys should totally come with us. Uh, yeah, right. You just called me ugly, and now you want to take us to the Beverly Hills? Fast pass, bud. K, however, thought that it was super cool but I shut down that idea really fast. It got to a point where we couldn't even enjoy ourselves because of these creepy-ass guys that kept following us. So I decided it was time to go home. 
KD and I all headed for the exit, and not too far behind us were the guys. I called an Uber, and while waiting, K and D continued the conversation with these guys. They just kept saying, You should all come with us and we can party all night. And I bluntly said, Nah, dude, our Uber's almost here. Our Uber was approaching, so I turned to K and D to let them know when I noticed the two of them then hopping into a black SUV. I go to grab K's hand, and as I do, I then feel someone push me from behind. The doors lock, and the car then takes off. These three guys fucking kidnapped us. We race out of Hollywood onto the 101, heading towards either Burbank or North Hollywood. Not really sure. Kay is now crying because she's scared, and I'm just super pissed, but I keep quiet. Guy 1 keeps hitting on me and asking me questions, and I just don't listen. Meanwhile, Kay is texting her boyfriend and telling him how we're being kidnapped and that we need help. Her boyfriend clearly responds confused to this, so I then text him and tell him what's happening. He tells me as soon as we get to where we're going to drop a location and he'd be there. Well, we eventually get to our destination, and I drop our location, as we're then ushered inside this very old crumbling building. We walk up these stairs into a dingy one-bedroom, very tight apartment, where one of the roommates is sitting at, as he looks confused as all hell. He asks, What are you all doing here? I tell him how his friends thought it would be fun to take us on an unexpected joy ride. The guy didn't look pleased at all, as he pulled guy one aside. The two began having a somewhat heated conversation in what I believe was Arabic. Guy one just kept rolling his eyes as his roommate looked at me shaking his head as I just nodded in agreement. Thank God for Kay's boyfriend because we weren't there for too much longer. He texted me how he was there and I told Kay and D that it was time to go. Guy one then said, Aw, are you sure you don't want to have some fun with me before you go, sexy boy? I literally flipped him off as we left. Kay managed to be composed until we got into the hallway and then started yelling, We've been kidnapped! As she ran down the wrong staircase and I had to run down, grab her, throw her over my shoulder and then book it for the front door. Needless to say, we made it out. When you go out, always be aware of your surroundings and remember, it's always good to have a sober friend to keep everyone safe. I really hope this story makes you be more aware, regardless if you're a male or female.